has a story, and I believe that sharing your story has the power to connect people. I'm a working mom, wife, and seeker, and nothing lights me up and brings me more joy than having meaningful conversations. And one of the things I love to talk about is psychedelics. In December 2021, I experienced my first psychedelic journey with psilocybin. It was one of the most profound events in my life, and it opened me up to a deeper spiritual growth and helped me to heal. And now, talking to those who've experienced the therapeutic magic of psychedelics and hearing about their personal journey has become my passion. Mindful Trip is a safe space to have conversations that demystify and destigmatize the use of plant medicines. Conversations that allow us to have deeper connections with ourselves and others. I hope that sharing these intimate, funny, and inspiring stories helps you find the answers you're looking for. A wise friend said to me, all you can do is follow the threads and see where it takes you. So I hope you'll join me in unraveling the threads, staying open, and trusting the journey. This is Mindful Trip. Mindful Trip content and the views, thoughts, and opinions of the host and guests and contributors is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for professional legal advice or medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Consult with the medical provider or mental health care professional about your health-related questions. Mindful Trip does not encourage illegal activity, including but not limited to the illegal sale, purchase, or use of controlled substances. Hi, and thanks for joining. Today, my guest Kelly Keefe shares the magical ways that ceremonial cacao, known as the food of the gods, helped to open her heart to a gentle way of healing and a deeper connection with her higher self and God. Kelly Keefe is a Reiki master teacher and transformational leader who offers retreats and transformational programs around the world. She launched the Heart Space in 2016 to support healers and leaders rise to their full expression. Your support means a lot, so please subscribe, download, and share with friends and family. I'd also love to hear what resonates for you, so send me your comments. Hi, Kelly. Hello, dear. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm grateful to be here and getting to chat with you again. I'm really excited for our conversation I've been thinking a lot about today. So let's get started. So share with me, what do I need to know about you to understand why you felt called to try psychedelics or plant medicines for therapeutic purposes? Yeah. I said very similar to all my path. Medicines usually find me. I haven't gone looking for them. I'm a really big advocate of deep listening and letting things arrive to us. So they kind of got planted on my path along the way and just, it felt right. So when was the first time that you got the call for plant medicine? Yeah, the first plants I started working with was probably mushrooms, doing some microdoses early in my journey. For a little bit of context for people, I've been deep on my path for 11, 12 years now, been in the world in teacher form for many years. It was being done not really as medicinal in my younger years. I never 
felt called to do like a huge dose and have this huge breakthrough. It was always just a little bit of micro and being in the fields of things. But then in 2017 was when I found my way to cacao. And that was what really started to dive me in to understanding the power of plants. So I started working closer with the indigenous tribes and them starting to like lay thick the, the wisdom codes on me. So what were your past experiences that eventually led you to cacao? Well, it was prior to cacao coming into my life. I was in my Reiki master attunement process. I was already attuned there. I was deep in all the different yoga. So there's a lot of work that accumulated to that. Mm-hmm. And it's fun to look at connecting the puzzle pieces and like connecting the dots back. Where it's, yeah. I don't know what snowballed what and this and that. But again, prior to really acknowledging plants as an essence and a medicine and realizing what a, a teacher and a guide and the wisdom they hold, a consciousness and essence that they are. Right. Prior to really that shift in my own understanding and consciousness, it was more about, oh, cool. Okay. I feel good. I would have some emotional releases. But I didn't really know and see it as the medicine that it was. Because again, this is 2009, 2010. Mm. I was like 22 years old, you know. So it wasn't really until much later that I could show up with the reverence and the respect for it. And so what inspired you to get into exploring plant medicines? What were you doing before? Was there something in terms of your career that you were doing and then all of a sudden you pivoted? Or was the career that you started on always kind of headed in that direction? Well, I'd say I'm committed to love, truth, and God. So that's my commitment. And so, yes, I was, you know, working with plant medicine very young. But again, I wasn't treating it as medicine. I was treating it right. as something cool with a group of 20-year-olds. It was something cool to do. Right. So authentically, I have to say that's when I started, but it's not really when I can't say that's what I was doing with it. So I started mm-hmm. my career with the heart space, which is in the healing arts and frequency therapy and subconscious mind work and yada, 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 yada. Mm-hmm. I started that in 2016. In 2017, I was led to cacao. So I was already established and fully integrated in, I'm here to share Reiki and the angelic realm and this God force and the understanding of things. And then it was like, cool, you've anchored that in and you know who you are. Mm. And that is my tool belt. So then I was led to cacao, which Mm. then opened another realm for me, which then started to lead me to different indigenous elders. You know, it's like God always provides us the next step for our path when it's time, when we integrate enough of whatever's needed for that becoming We have another piece added so we can go through another becoming. So I'd say I was established in the heart space by the time that my reverence for the plant kingdom Mm. arrived. And then I realized how in conjunction they are with one another. Right. So before we kind of delve into your cacao experience, did you grow up in a house that was very spiritual? Were you always highly intuitive and knew that you were a healer in some capacity? Yes. My parents are both extremely spiritually gifted. Mm -hmm. Both of them tend to suppress it. Over the Mm -hmm. last two years, my father has fully embraced it, which has been so beautiful to witness. And my mom's getting there, but I've told them so many times through the journey, 
I've been like, listen, y'all, I chose you to be my birth portal. So if this is what came out, you both yeah. have to be very spiritually gifted. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was having visitations from Jesus when I was five years old. I was mm. running into my mom and dad's room in the middle of the night. It was never monsters in, under the bed. It was, mom, dad, Jesus is in my closet. He mm. won't let me sleep again. You know, so yes, I was always tuned in. And I had a human experience. So mm. there's times of me pushing it away or, you know, saying, eh, I don't believe in God or this and that. Because I was raised Catholic. Right. The church didn't resonate with me. I, the dogmatic nature of it, I felt we were doing it just because this is what we do. I couldn't right. feel the heart and why we were doing what we do. So it was set up in there, but it wasn't me anchored into it. It wasn't until right. 2009, 2010 that I really started to remember again and then it fully activated in 2011, mm. 2012. Oh, that's so interesting. When Jesus came to you when you were younger, did he have messages for you? Or was he just a presence there that you just felt he was there? Apparently, this is something in the last like six months or so, my dad gave me more information. Like, I don't recall this. I remember waking up and feeling the presence and seeing this huge mm. light and it's scaring me. At first, which mm. rightfully so. I mean, I was like five. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently, it continued on. And my dad told me recently oh, wow. he would wake up in the middle of the night, and it happened a lot, where he would hear mm. me in my room talking. And he came up to the bedroom. He'd be like, Kelly, honey, is everything okay? And I was like, I'm fine, daddy. I'm just talking to Jesus. So apparently, there was conversations happening. Wow. I don't recall that. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. That's incredible because I think people who end up moving towards intuitive healing modalities and also as a quote unquote career, as they're calling, usually they've had those types of experiences when they were younger. That a lot of the times they either don't remember as they get older, then it gets re-triggered and then they start to have little bits of memory about it, or they really do remember because there are such significant moments that were so ingrained in their mind that they just could never forget. Yeah. Yeah. So as kids, we're all so tuned in and we're still so close to God yeah. of where yeah. we came from. That's mm -hmm. kids, the imagination and seeing imaginary friends. Like they're not imaginary. They're remembering, yeah. being able to see beyond the veil of what yeah. we begin to remember as we step more into our truth and, you know, at times use the different modalities and medicines that are available to us. Yeah, absolutely. That veil is very thin when you're young, for sure. Much more receptive. So I want to jump forward to 2017 when you felt the call to do cacao. So can you first explain what is cacao and what is its purpose? Yeah. So when we're talking about cacao, we're talking chocolate in its purest form. So not the chocolate that we'll go get at the supermarket or even going into a superfoods of the cacao powder. That's mm -hmm. great. There's nothing wrong with utilizing that. But when we're talking about cacao in the ceremonial way, it's ceremonial grade cacao. Mm -hmm. So this is chocolate in its purest form. That's gone through five steps of being in the pod, then gets fermented, and then gets mm -hmm. dried out in the sun. It gets roasted. And then they grind it with prayer and it gets brought back into preparation for ceremony. Mm. And on a physical level, it's deeply nourishing because it's so rich in magnesium. 
and it helps the body to calm down while mm. simultaneously opening the blood vessels so more oxygen can also move through the body. Right. So it and it opens the heart space, which is allowing for more of our authentic truth to come through. And there's mm. theobromine in cacao, which is the sister property to caffeine. So there's a very mm. similar property and experience of drinking caffeine, but there's no crash and it's not the actual effects of caffeine creating serotonin in the brain. So mm. when we work with cacao, it opens a space for us to come into full alignment of mind, body, spirit. Because mm. the Mayans knew cacao to be the highest expression of God in many ways. They used it as their currency, used it in all their celebrations and in any gatherings where there needed to be a hard conversation because it supports us to be really grounded and be able mm. to come from the heart. It was known as the food of the gods, connecting us with that. And so we can work with it in the medicinal form to support us in really learning how to feel what it is to open our hearts and live from the heart space mm. and to be able to connect with whatever is alive in our hearts. So, I mean, obviously there's the physiological aspects and benefits of using ceremonial cacao, mm -hmm. but what are the spiritual benefits that you get from drinking ceremonial cacao? Yeah. So I said where, you know, this acknowledgement of it being the food of the gods Mm. And she is within all the plant kingdom. They all have an essence and a consciousness. So there's masculine plants and feminine plants and all the things out there. She's a feminine plant. We know her as mama cacao because mm. she's extremely loving and nourishing and warm and just has this way of supporting and just coddling the inner child. I remember like you're safe, you're loved. And this is what love is. You can feel that love. And she helps to open that. And she has this magical way of receiving the intention that you set, you know, to have mm. her support you in working through. And she has this beautiful, graceful, warm way of supporting and navigating you into a path that supports in that intention being fulfilled. So interesting. Yeah. So what was your first cacao experience like? Yeah, girl. It's like truly, so I think it's so funny of this path, like things that we need to do will just show up. We don't have to go seeking anything. All we have to do is listen and just mm -hmm. show up. Mm -hmm. So my first experience with cacao was a Tuesday morning. I still don't remember exactly how I got there, but I showed up at Ambrosia Elixirs. That was a cafe in Bushwick, Brooklyn. That wasn't even open to the public yet. I did not know anybody there. Mm. But here I am at 11 a.m. on a Tuesday, walking into this place I've never been to. It's not even open to the public yet. I'm knowing a single person sitting in the back room and mm. the walls were literally still plywood. Wow. Like they were brand new to see what the space grew into after is like still incredible. But there we are sitting at this space and Florencia, who is now a dear friend, soul sister, incredible spiritual leader had just started Cacao Lab. She had been in Guatemala mm. the year prior, and it was very clear that sharing the medicine of cacao was a big part of her mission. And I was still I'm like, I don't know what I'm, I'm in, in getting into here, you know? 
But we sat and she walked us through. We went through the Mayan cosmovision of the energy of the day, which is in correlation mm. to the Mayan calendar. Every day there's a different energy moving through that we can work with. And we had cacao and she brought us on a bit of a sound journey and my heart was open. I was brought to wow. other spaces. And then the level of connection and true community that started to get formed immediately because everyone's wow. hearts were open. I was just like, I'm home. Like I found my wow. people in New York because yeah. I was still pretty new to New York and hadn't really found my tribe. And right. it was through that that I was like, this is family. And that was how the journey wow. began. So what was your actual experience like when you're in it? Is it similar to other plant medicines or other kind of synthetic psychedelics where you are seeing images, fractals, and sacred geometry? Is it messages that you're getting? Or is it more just like a really beautiful kind of hallucinogenic experience when you're on cacao? Yeah, well, it's it de depends on the container. Like I'm sipping cacao right now in my cup. And it's because, again, it supports in being extremely grounded and my mm. heart is open. Mm. And so I can be extremely present and just speaking from my heart. Mm. And so she's great to work with when you want to get into a workflow or to do your creativity and this and that. She's very applicable to the day-to-day -day life, which is one of the reasons mm. I also really love her. Doing a dieta with her, drinking cacao every morning for 30 days, your life can radically transform. And you can wow. go about your day-to-day -day life, Wow! you know? So with that, there's also the space where, let's say last night, I wanted to get into a creative space and I had a long day. So she's great for like a little boost as well. So mm. I had a cup of cow and then I was inspired to go into meditation and it helped me deep because my heart's so open and our heart space is the bridge to the higher realms. So since my heart's so open, it allowed me to drop into that deep space where I was having visualizations and receiving messages and receiving tune-ups of different tones in my ear. All these things that we can receive during, you know, insert any medicine journey here. Mm -hmm. When in the sound journeys, there's times where I'm having all kinds of visualizations, this and that, and a coming to God moment. I'm always with God, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I lead a journey called higher self activation. It's the closest I could get to like, how do we actually put this into words? Right. We share cacao because again, it helps to move through the resistance that we can mm -hmm. hold in our bodies and deeper relax the body. And then we do a sound journey where I bring the group that's with me to the higher realms where they have an extremely visceral experience with ancestors and guides and whomever it is that they need to speak to and then bring them back down. So she's very versatile. <laughs> it's so interesting because I've known about cacao for a while and I know it's a heart opener. Yeah. And I've done it before where it was obviously ceremonial grade cacao, but the dosage, I guess, for lack of a better word, wasn't high enough for me to get to the higher self space. For you, when you started doing it and then now up to this point, have you ever had an experience when you've been in that space with cacao where you have gotten very clear messages and downloads? And can you share what some of those messages and downloads were? And do they shift the trajectory of your path in some way? Mm, yeah. I mean, yes, it's fun to have flashes back to the space because something where 
I can say for whether it's a reminder to everybody, whether it's cacao, it's ayahuasca, it's answer any medicine here. Also, mm. so much of the experience of the medicine is an extension of who's serving it because our energy is being infused in. It's our prayers being infused in and those that we work with and then it gets yeah. extended to whomever. So just another disclaimer, everyone, be mindful, no matter what it is, because it's an extension of their energy and their intentions and their heart. Mm -hmm. There's been numerous times I'm having one come back. That's the beauty of this. I'm like, all right, of all these experiences, what wants to be shared? There's one time there was a space in New York. It's sadly no longer around. It was called The Assemblage. Mm. And Florencia of Cacao Lab, she would do cacao ceremonies there like twice a week, I think. And like members could come. And we were, did cacao and sound. And that's like one mm. of her main medicines of the fusing, the sound and the cacao. And it's so delightful. And I remember specifically this vision of, there was like these white and blue feathers that started to like come into the space. And then they started to morph together and spiral. And they turned into this indigenous woman. I could feel so clear that I was a guide presenting themselves to me. Mm. that she's with me on my path. We have so many around us and some stay with us all the way through and some have every season has a reason. Right. And it's beautiful to feel her, but there's so many of these visions I've received that I'm like, oh, someday I pray to be able to make these into a visual to mm. share with people because it was so potent and it's such an energetic activation. Mm. So I felt her starting to be present with me which in the subtle energies, you know, starts to shift. And as we shift our right. frequency every day, we start to magnetize different things. So mm. every time I sit and I'm shifting to this frequency, my trajectory is going deeper and deeper into the destiny path, I feel. Mm. And so you said you could share maybe one of the experiences in terms of was there anything specific that came through for you? Any ancestors, any messages or downloads? I'm just always curious because mm. I know with some of the other plant medicines is that there are oftentimes people will get very clear messages and downloads from their higher self, from source or guides. So I'm curious if that also has come through for you and if you feel comfortable sharing any of the information that was presented to you. Yeah, it's what's interesting is I feel so blessed and glory to God that I'm so tuned in mm. all the time. And that's not to say I'm not a human. Like there's times that I, to say all the time maybe is a little bit extreme. Yeah. But my ear has been tuned to listen at all times. Let me mm. say that. Yeah. So I'm very fortunate to hear and be receiving downloads and guidance and things at least once a day. I have to be completely sober. So it's almost right. a little challenging for me yeah. to say a specific, I'm sure there is, but my first downloads started, you know, I was completely no medicine to me than pre-cacao when I heard clear as day, look up healing modalities, you're a healer. Mm. And I Googled, I came across Reiki, clicked it. I had a visceral experience. And then two wow. days later, I met, I met my first teacher at a Barnes and Noble. <laughs> and then a week later, I received the download, the heart space. And I came to understand that I was here to create the organization I run called the heart space. So there's always been this 
understanding of a listening and the downloads. And I appreciate this because it's letting me learn something about myself where that's a little challenging for me mm. to just like on spot say just one significant download at that time because yeah. I've been walking in this way with God being like, I'm here for it. Tell me what to do mm. and I'll do it at all times. Well, you have the clear audience, obviously, right? <clears throat> and clear audiences for anybody who doesn't know the clairs is that it's clear hearing is that you hear your messages. Yeah. So in what ways has Cacao transformed your life? Yeah, she still is every day. She supported me in softening even deeper into my heart mm. of understanding what it is to be grounded in the heart space and help me to find community. I am a recovering lone wolf. I was very hyper-dependent from the traumas, from this, insert all the things, but that was a big core wound I was carrying. I had the wounded hero, healer complex of I'm in this alone. Nobody gets me. Fortunately, less people are going through it these days because there's more of us out here. But when I was awakening, Reiki wasn't known like it is today. And yeah. I didn't have a lot of people around me who understood what I was going through. So cacao really opened a space where I was just like, y'all get it. And I found mm. my people. And it was through the journey of realizing that community is everything. Right. And it's like one of the most powerful medicines we have and that brought me into that new group of people. And Ambrosia Elixirs became a home for me. And I helped you know, expand it and work in the, create, making it something that was a community hub and a beehive for the community and started to shift me into these connections. It led me to Guatemala and getting initiated by Mayan elders to facilitate cacao. And that started my process of working. I'm so blessed to work closely with indigenous elders from around the world. And when I really look at it, the catalyst was sitting with cacao and starting to sit in those circles and be led to sitting with elders. Mm. So during a cacao ceremony, on an average, how long does the ceremony last? How long does the effect of the cacao actually stay in your system while you're in ceremony? Yeah. Well, if you're sitting with the Mayans, it could be hours. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> There's times like when down in Guatemala, when doing like proper ceremony with them. Oh yeah. It could be like a, a big, long thing. And in the city with a lot of those who have been initiated and are working with cacao, you know, a mm. gathering can be usually like an hour, maybe two hours. If the sole focus is on cacao, if it's being incorporated with like dance or something, it might be a whole night kind of thing. Mm. But the effects of feeling cacao moving through your system a meditative dose is 15 grams. A ceremonial dose is 30 grams. Mm. Depending on the dosage, meditative dose, you may still continue to feel her flowing through you for a good like three, four hours. Again, she's so gentle and subtle. It's mm. not like a, I was on cacao. And then all of a sudden you're like, I am no longer on cacao. Like some of our <laughs> more intense medicine, her essence just continues to reverberate gently through you through the day. A ceremonial grade, mm. you can feel a bit more of like inner child, super activated and like get lit. Mm. And that riding that frequency, that can be, you know, a bit longer, six hours, eight hours. But again, she's just kind of dialing you in to your mm. destiny frequency. 
So it just starts to flow into this. And she's not so overwhelming that it's like, is this going to be over? It's just, you just flow. So 15 grams of cacao versus 30 grams of cacao. Like what is that in in terms of tablespoons? Oh, I don't know. We'd have to look that up. Yeah, I'm just curious because <laughs> I ordered ceremonial cacao. You've inspired me to do it. Yeah, so I want to figure out the proper serving totally. amounts. Wonderful. So I don't know the tablespoons. I know the gram. And Grams. then over the years, I've just learned to eyeball it. Where I'm like, oh, that's about a, yeah. So what else can you share about cacao that maybe people are not aware of? Because I think it might be something that they may have heard in the periphery. Obviously, when you relate it to chocolate, for people who may not be familiar with even plant medicine, or they're just dipping their toe in the plant medicine psychedelic space, and they're curious about it, what can you share about cacao in particular? I've witnessed within myself and with others. Mm -hmm. She is so gentle. And it's such a n- nice way to step into healing work with it not having to be so intense all the time. Mm. It's healing. There's going to be times that it is intense and intensity is needed. Uh, I yeah. personally love the remembering that healing mm. can also be gentle. Mm. Healing can also be kind. Healing can be nurturing. Mm. And allowing ourselves this opportunity to give ourselves that gift. I'm certified in subconscious rewiring, neuro-linguistic program, you know, so there's the layers of being able to see sometimes how even the way that we can show up to the healing journey can Mm -hmm. also be being derived from subconscious beliefs that are still from a wounded place. And I'm not saying anyone who's feeling called to anything, like do your path. But what's interesting is that there's a very common belief that we're as a collective and as a family, we're all doing this work in these unique, Mm. beautiful paths to rewire. But a very common one is that things have to be hard Mm. or that I don't deserve to feel good or that I have to feel guilt for pleasure. Mm. Very common. Yeah. And so it's interesting to observe how so often we can feel, okay, I got to go heal and we'll pick the most painful or the most Mm. intense or the most, whatever it is, where there's an option, and again, every season has a reason. Some yeah. stuff needs certain medicines, but just a reminder to everyone out there, there's options mm. for us to be able to do really profound, deep work and for it to be gentle mm. because we deserve to feel good. And yeah. our lives are meant to be easy. Our lives are meant to be graceful and we deserve love and nourishment. We deserve love. Yeah, And I feel cacao is a beautiful way of allowing us to start to live in love and feel that like, oh, I'm being so held right now. Mm. And for those who are like, I don't know about this. It is. You're sitting and drinking chocolate. You're not yeah. going to trip out. You're completely mm-hmm. coherent. Corporate offices will bring me in. And in the morning, rather than having coffee, we'd have the team start with cacao And it's a great way for team building because they're able to communicate more or we would do intention setting. I've done it with like sales teams and we'll do intention setting for the quarter and hold the vision and connect and then they can go about their day and they're still in corporate. She's so user-friendly. 
my prayer is that whoever needs to hear this in this moment is that reminder mm. that you deserve to feel good and it can be gentle. It's mm. light work after all. It's okay mm. for light work to be light sometimes, uh, to be mm -hmm. playful, because the whole yeah. point of all this is for us to live lighter. And mm. cacao's a great medicine and tool that helps us to feel the state and practice like, oh yeah, this is what it's supposed to feel like. This is alignment. Mm. Oh, my body can feel good. Mm. Oh, my I can be having positive thoughts. I can be creative. I can be in flow. I can feel comfortable and communicate authentically with people. She supports mm. us in training our bodies of how we can show up and what life, air quotes, is supposed to feel like right. every day. Right. I love the fact that you are doing it in the corporate settings. I feel like you need to write a book or some sort of article that needs to be published about it. I'm fascinated by how these teams are working prior to doing the cacao versus like what happens after they've done it. Yeah. That would be fun yeah. data for me to get. Thank you for, I'm going to reach <laughs> out and do that. I write for a few major publications and I infuse in there, like I write for Brains Magazine. Mm -hmm. And a couple months ago, I wrote one of how important spirituality is for a business to thrive. I've done ones about like how cacao, so I'll write about it, but I've never done a direct article on right. it. And that's a great idea. But yeah, working with a leadership team of them having yeah. a thing and we sit with cacao and do the vision work and intention setting and witnessing mm. the team connecting authentically and sharing parts of themselves maybe they hadn't. And the deeper our connections with the team, better the cohesion. It's a fun little blip of light that I get to create time mm. to time. I mean, what you said really resonated for me. I think for a lot of people, when you're doing this excavation of your trauma and really trying to heal and really trying to be the best version of yourself and figure out what your path is supposed to be, is that sometimes you do feel like you're in it alone, but also you feel like it has to be really hard work. And so sometimes that can really weigh on you. And I can understand why there are a lot of people who choose not to pursue that kind of path because it is hard work. It's uncomfortable sometimes. And a lot of people don't want to deal with the discomfort. So it's just so interesting in terms of cacao. It's like a beautiful gateway. Not only does it open your heart, but it really just opens up just yourself as a person in order to receive all of the gifts that it wants to provide. It makes me want to do it on a daily basis, which I'm assuming you probably can, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And such as anything, you know, there's that relationship. There's been seasons with me. And one, I'm so happy that that's what you heard. And thank you for articulating it back in such an integrated way where that just fired me up. Like, mm. yay. Thank you. <laughs> and she has a way of letting us know if like, okay, take a break. Because mm. any good thing can become a bad thing if we start to do it just out of pure habit or not out of reverence and respect, this and that. Yeah. Doing a dieta with her, and for anyone who's like, what? I think it's maybe the second or third time I've said that word. It's when yeah. you work with one specific plant where you go in intentionally to form a connection and to understand a relationship with that yeah. plant for a set period of time, usually about mm -hmm. 30 days, maybe longer if assigned to do so. But yeah. doing a dieta with, especially getting really clear of what's the intention that you have for that journey 
and then being able to form that connection. It's heart work, right? So as we open our heart, we could sit there in the morning and have, you know, profound tears and the movements. There's been times where I might have had cacao in my system. I might not have. But there's been times where I went through a journey like I was on ayahuasca down to the Mm. healing and the purging because the power of our intention is what cultivates everything in our lives. So if our intention is, listen, if something can't be here, I'm open to helping me move it out. Or there's been times where I was just like, I'm supposed to have a meeting in 30 minutes. I did not plan on feeling like I was just sat with ayahuasca this morning. And so I need to move it. You know, like, so it can happen more because we are the medicine. The medicines are tools and allies that can support us. Yeah. But the main factor is us and our heart and our willingness. So sitting with her every day, especially it sounds like she's calling Mm. you, which is so exciting, but Mm. she's so safe to work with every day. And she'll let you know by us vocalizing more and more to the plants, including our house plants or plants outside or when they're in our cup, communicating, listen, I want to do this with the most respect for you. If there's a time where I need to take a break from you, just let it be known and I'll listen. And then it's like, oh, cool. You're going to listen to me. You're willing to listen and let me be your teacher. Mm. Got you. And wow. then she'll hook it up. Well, it's funny. After I spoke to you, it resonated so much. A day or two later, I was speaking to a really good friend of mine. And then she mentioned cacao and that mm-hmm. she's been looking into doing it as well. And so obviously when things start to swirl around you, you know that there's something there and that she's calling to you. I love the idea of setting the intention to really build a beautiful relationship with the medicine. I've done that with ayahuasca and I'm really excited about establishing a relationship with cacao as well and what direction and kind of what gentle nudgings she puts me through Mm -hmm. as I'm building the relationship with her. So Kelly, for anyone who may be interested in diving into cacao, whether it's in a ceremonial setting or maybe just a daily practice. What are some of your recommendations? Well, one, if you have questions, feel free to reach out. I nerd out on this stuff all the time. I'm happy to be a support. If I'm around in town, you know, I have events that I do and I'm traveling the world, wherever you are in the world, there's a good chance I'll probably be there at some point. If, if I'm around in person to support, amazing. Would love to have you sit in circle with me. But if I'm not, feel free to reach out. Let me know where in the world you are. And mm. this community goes so deep. I'm more than happy to say, oh, go check out so-and-so's events or check out this and that. So mm. I can you know, be of support of placing you in hands that, again, the medicine is an extension of the person's heart who's facilitating. So I'm happy right. to connect you with hearts that I could say with full integrity, yes, go sit with this person. Mm. If you're wanting to order cacao and do a dieta and go on your own journey with it, through the HeartSpace website, we sell cacao. You can get it through there. I also recommend Cacao Lab. They have a lot of resources. They sell the cacao. Mm. And Florencia, forever a dear friend and teacher, the gatekeeper for me, I can say nothing but the most amazing things of her and checking out Cacao Lab and what they're doing. And then I support people as well. So, you know, find your medicine and who feels right for you. But you can always reach out to me or check out heartspace.co or reach out to us on Instagram. 
Oh, well, this has been such a beautiful conversation. Learning about cacao has just been really interesting. And I'm really curious about the journey that it will take me on. And I'm curious for you too, as you continue your relationship with cacao, hopefully we'll end up doing another episode and we can do a little update. Yeah, I would really love that as well. Yeah, we can start with an invocation together. We can both have our cacao next time and open with an invocation. I would love that. Well, it's been such a pleasure to get to know you. And thank you so much for taking the time to do this and being just so open and sharing your journey that's led you to this point in your life. And I can't wait to hear what's next for you. Likewise, thank you. And thank you for hearing the call and creating this container that allowed for me to breeze through and for us to connect and see what unfolds for us from here. Well, I'll definitely talk to you soon. Take care. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Your support means a lot to me, so please subscribe, download, and share with friends and family. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode, so let me know what resonates for you. Until next time, take care.